Hello everyone, welcome to the Eclipse Fire Podcast, and today we'll be talking about two movies about toys that came out on the same day. Those movies are Toy Story 4 and Child's Play. That's right, today it's the battle of the toy movies. So let's get started. Kids lose their toys every day. I was made to help a child. I don't remember it being this hard. Woody, somebody's whispering in your ear. Everything's gonna be okay. First up, it's the movie that is almost 10 years in the making, and in all honesty, I thought it didn't have to happen, but I'm pretty happy it did. It's Toy Story 4. That's right, 4. Ever since the start of the series in 95, we've had four movies spanning over 20, 25 years almost. And it's impressive to know that of all that time, these movies still find a way to be new, be productive in the time, and still gather a large audience. Believe me, when I went to my theater to watch both movies, I saw this first, and it was a big theater I was in, and it was relatively packed with small children and adults. So, it's impressive that this movie still has that appeal it has over the years, and I'm really happy to be in this time. Now, the movie is an amazing movie, don't get me wrong. It totally feels like a new story, as opposed to it being one continuous story that the previous three films have done. They told Andy's story, and with the end of Toy Story 3, it was the end of his story. And now, we're at a point where we can tell new and exciting adventures. And this is what it felt like. It felt like something new. It felt genuinely like the next chapter and yes, they did bring up callbacks to the previous movies, but they kept it out mostly. They brought it back as callbacks and to give people follow-ups to what happened before. But it generally didn't have to do that because it can tell its own thing and I have to rely too much on it. Now, the movie as a whole, it was Woody's movie, pretty much. Like the first movie and parts of the second movie, and a little bit of the third movie. The fourth movie is basically Woody's movie, and I have no problem with that. Like the previous movies, we had other characters and everything. This movie generally feels like Woody's story, and it's for good reason too. In the movie, Woody doesn't seem like he belongs anymore, like he's not Bonnie's toy anymore. And he's trying to spend all his time helping Forky, a trash toy who comes to life after Bonnie makes him. And I think her love brought him to life. I'm going to go in the detail a little bit after about do I think there should be more or not. And one of the points is, how do I think this happened? But overall, Forky comes to life and Woody spends most of his time trying to convince Forky that he is Bonnie's toy. And that he's going to make memories with her. And relatively quickly, he gets the grasp of being a toy. And I thought the whole movie was going to be, in the beginning, he didn't want to be a toy. But by the end of the movie, he accepts he's a toy. But relatively quickly, he accepts being a toy quite fast. And that really plays well because 
when we get to the fair town, not to get to, we meet up with the film's Vivin, who, while I know he's a bad person, or the bad guy, technically, generally has motivation that makes me emote with her, makes me understand, yeah, like, Woody helps toys, and when she explains how she wants to be accepted by this person, he understands, I completely understand too. And it totally plays well t with her motivation of trying to be this other kid's toy who doesn't accept her. But Woody helps the villain in the end anyway. I keep saying the villain, but I know she has a name. And I'm sorry if there is no indication of what her name is here. But believe me, she was the perfect bad guy. And I'm using that with quotes. Because I really don't feel she was supposed to be a bad guy too much. Like... She's a nice person, but she's kind of corrupted by her own thoughts, in a way. So, there in the movie, we meet up with Bo Peep, who we haven't seen since the second movie. And she is a total badass in this movie, and I'm really happy for that. Like, she's independent, she's her own person, she's handling a lost toy life. And she's really doing it well, too. She met up with these new characters... That are really funny to watch. And she shows Woody that all this toy life, while you can't be with a kid, can be a whole lot better if you're a lost toy helping other toys. And it is really a breath of fresh air doing that. So, in the background of all of this, we get Buzz trying to find his inner voice. He encounters new zany characters in a way. Ducky and Bunny who are voiced by Keen Peel, obviously, and their dynamic is just fun to watch. If the parts they were in were improvised, it's really impressive, and I've just felt they were somewhat improvised. Like, they had a script and everything, but they were like, let's do our own thing, we got this. Other characters I liked was Duke Kaboom, voiced by the god himself, Keanu Reeves. He is so funny in this. And at first, when the promos were playing and this character was shown, I didn't know who was going to voice him. And when I found out it was Keanu Reeves, I was like, really? Keanu Reeves, John Wick, Keanu Reeves from Always Be My Maybe, Keanu Reeves, Bill and Ted in Toy Story? Sign me up. Now, getting back to the plot of the story... The movie basically ends, excuse me, to the end, spoilers, with Woody leaving the toy gang behind because he wants to help other toys find a home. And it's very bittersweet in a way because I feel honestly, Toy Story 4, I know it's a sequel to Toy Story 3 that should have ended with Toy Story 3, but with Toy Story 4, I honestly genuinely feel that this is the final movie in the series. I want this to be the final movie. There's just so much that this series has done over the years that, honestly, I don't want to go through the effects of time where they run out of ideas and eventually this just becomes the next Land Before Time series. Like, Land Before Time was good, but over the years it's getting sequel after sequel after sequel that it's just not fun anymore. 
Toy Story has this genius plan of making movies years apart from each other. But eventually, that streak's going to run out. And it's just going to be not what it is anymore. So I really hope that Toy Story 4 is the final movie. And besides, where they ended it, it's the perfect way to end it. Woody is happy with his life helping Knox Toys find a home. The gang is all good. Everything ends perfectly in the final scene and the mid credit scene. Everything is good. But with that being said, if they do make a sequel, and honestly, I feel 50-50 about it. Like It's making money at the box office, and of course money paves the way into more sequels and more content if they do make a sequel i would really want them to focus on this whole alive toy aspect like how do toys come to life because i'm genuinely curious about that like it's implied that bonnie's love was able to bring forky to life but i want more information about that it'll be really interesting to see that also I would really love for there to be, like, a new adventure with a new set of toys. Like, do this thing where they keep introducing new toys to the gang, and then that sets off a whole chain of events. But you've got to have a good story to tell. And I feel that they run their course, and they're able to talk and take this series as much as they can. But... If they do make a sequel, it has to be something new. And if they don't, I'll be totally fine with that. This is a perfect final movie. I grew up with this series, and I'm an adult when the series comes to an end. This should be the perfect way to cap off everything. And I hope that they just leave it at that. So in the end, Toy Story 4 is this perfect movie. It has action, it has drama, it has serious moments, it has happy moments. It has a perfect ending, amazing characters. Everything that these movies have made over the past 20 plus years existed, it was able to accomplish in this movie. Like I said, I hope this is the legit final movie. I want this to be the final movie. It ends so perfectly that a sequel just doesn't make sense at this point. But if they do make it, I want them to explore more of this alive toy aspect and tell the new adventure. This movie series has such a positive impact on people that it's going to be talked about for years to come. It started perfectly and it ended perfectly. And it should be the way it is. If it continues... They should at least tell something new and exciting to avoid it being the Land Before Time series or, okay, they didn't bring it up before, but the Ice Age series. Those movies started off good, but over years had decline. This series hasn't had that decline yet, but eventually, if they keep doing sequels, we could see something. And I don't want that to happen. But if they continue the series, there's plenty of other options for ideas they can pick from that could make for another legit good ending. There's so much more they can explain in this universe that the idea of a sequel is possible, but at the same time, why pursue it if you end the movie the way you did? So that's my thoughts about Toy Story 4, an alive toy movie, and... 
it's fun for kids too. So bring your kids, enjoy the movie. I can't think of a good segue, but we just talked about an alive toy movie for kids. So why don't we switch things up and talk about an alive toy movie for adults? Welcome to Castle and Car. We have to stop him. The second movie I watched was the reboot remake of Child's Play. Now, I don't know why they would do this, because, relatively speaking, the Child's Play movies, specifically the Chucky movies, are still going and have been going strong for a while. Like, there has been a dip in quality for a few movies, but in the past two years, when we got new releases of these movies... They've done relatively well critically and commercially, so I don't know why they would do this, but at the same time, I don't regret it. Like, it's a good movie. It does something new to the series, and I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. Now, the entire movie is an origin story for Chucky. We see that instead of him being possessed by a robber from a voodoo curse that he put on, he is actually programmed by a disgruntled worker who then kills himself. So that's already a decent change right there, and an understandable one, and one that makes far more sense. I'm not not downplaying the fun from that movie, it's just that it would make more sense to program a robot to do bad things than magic. I'm just putting it out there. So, Chucky gets brought to Andy, and then they have a sort of bonding experience where they're basically friends with each other. But then Andy pushes Chucky away, has new friends, and Chucky's not happy because of that. So, he starts getting far more aggressive and aggressive, until to the point, he starts going full-on psycho and starts his killing spree. First killing his mom's boyfriend, his neighbor, then... Scores of people at a mall before about before he's about to kill his mom and then Like the previous movie Chucky gets defeated. That's the whole movie begin to end now. What makes this movie different is that I Can appreciate the changes that are made here These changes are smart and for the better first off in the original movie Chucky just has a knife and he has everything around him to try to kill people here He's an appliance that Pretty much makes the whole world function. He's part of a system that can help call cars, turn on the lights, work the heat, everything. And he uses these to his advantage for his kills. And that's really impressive. My favorite kill will have to be for the voyeur. The security guy, security camera guy. Where he programs Chucky again after he gets to feed the first time. And using the stuff around him, he basically... Uh, attacks him and then as he makes his way up to a bar he turns on the table saw with his finger and heats up the pipe that the guy is hanging on until he lets go and he kills himself so that's an impressive kill right there and I really enjoy that another kill I enjoyed was the uh, killing of the boyfriend that was um, justifiable and funny because it's revealed in that scene too that the boyfriend has a secret family while dating Andy's mom, so 
in a way, it's sweet poetic justice. And it's funny because uh, Chucky actually says a callback to a previous comment. Like, when you first introduce Chucky, there's a group of guys who try to get him to stab a pony head and say, this is for Tupac. In the killing, after the guy gets his head scalped and, and Chucky's about to stab him, he just says, this is for Tupac. And I just laughed at that. Whew. So, um, yeah, the kills were really fun to watch because they totally do something new to the whole Chucky series because before Chucky just had a knife, stuff around him, simple. Here, it's far more creative. And I really enjoy that. So, smart choice for the movie. Another thing I enjoyed was the dark humor. Like, the Chucky movies has had a course of dark humor through the series, but here it's that perfect mix of horror mixed with punchline. And I laughed at a good chunk of the jokes they presented here. They all weren't winners, but it got a good decent amount of joy out of it. Another thing I bring up are the actors. The actors are perfect in the roles. I was not expecting Aubrey Plaza to play the mom, but it's a good choice. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, a good choice seeing her go from April Ludgate from Parks and Rec to someone who is serious. And before you say anything, yes, I've tried to watch Legion. wasn't really my thing. I'm going to try rewatching it again when the series comes to an end. But right now, this is my introduction to serious Aubrey Plaza. And I really enjoyed that. And the children actors were fun to watch too. They generally felt like actual kids and not like these stonecutter um, templates of what kids usually are in these types of movies. The, the reactions felt genuine and to the point, and I really like that. A final thing I'd give praise is the doll himself, and more specifically, Mark Hamill. Now, I was not expecting Luke Skywalker to be the... Uh, voice of Chucky, but I gotta give to you, it's an amazing choice. I genuinely felt fear in the voice as he spoke throughout the movie, and that paired to the creepy-ass doll that was in the movie, it totally plays well. The funny thing is that this isn't his first time playing Chucky, because he actually voiced Chucky in an episode of Robot Chicken, which makes me think... How did this happen? Did they use Robot Chicken as a resource to try to find a voice for Chucky and they found him? And they just watched Robot Chicken and go, Hey, uh, who's that guy playing Chucky? Uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, okay, cast him. It was a perfect choice that I was not expecting to have from a joke series on Adult Swim. And it totally plays well. I honestly hope Adult Swim makes a bumper sometime where they reference the fact that one of their shows was able to influence an actor to go into a horror movie. So, yeah, while there's praise, there's just some stuff that I felt didn't do well. One of the big things I have uh, problems with is... The Chucky doll. Now, before I said Chucky doll is creepy, but here, it's flat out creepy. Like, it's all old looking and everything. And the thing is, in the original Child's Play movie, the Chucky doll was terrifying because it would do all these horrible acts while still having this nice image. Here, this doll just looks scary. And 
maybe it's a creative choice or something, but it was just like a too scary looking doll as compared to the original Child's Play movie where they were able to make something scary out of something simple. So that's my issue there. Another thing I felt was that Chucky kind of went down too fast. Like in the original movie, it took him being set on fire, getting gunshot each time, and then that was it. Here, he just gets stabbed, then gunshot, then burned. But not even dead because, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a sequel because this movie already is doing well at the box office. The ending implies that Chucky's not really gone and he's another doll. And I feel that plays well too with the uh, new technological advancements that Chucky has because I'm pretty sure he can transfer his own consciousness into other dolls. So he's not really dead. But going back to what I was previously saying, Chucky went down too fast. Like, I wanted there to be more uh, destruction on his part. Like, actually getting destroyed in the store. But, you know, it was still a good ending. It sets everything up perfectly for a potential sequel, which I'm totally down for. And um, anything else I want to say about this is... Uh, Usually for reboot remakes, they don't really do well. They usually change too much or too little that it's not really its own thing. And it's just a textbook rehash of an already familiar product. For Child's Play, it actually does new stuff where you don't have to watch the original Child's Play movie to know this. It can be its own thing and introduce a whole new generation of people to watch it. At the same time, reintroduce people or introduce new people to the original series of movies. And I really appreciate that for this movie. It does a bunch of new stuff that makes sense and can actually work well in today's world. And I'm still down for sequels. Like, there's so many possibilities this series can go. And... If they're going to go the same path as the previous Chucky movies, then okay. But if they want to do something new, go right ahead. In the end, Child's Play, fun movie, start to finish. Had so many funny moments, had so many scary moments that made me actually, like, scream a little. And uh, it's actually a really amazing reboot remake. And it's one of the rare examples where reboot remake comes out as actually better than the original source. Now, I'm not saying that Child's Play, the original movie, is bad. I'm just saying that this movie is bringing something new to the table, and I'm really appreciative of that. So, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's still in theaters by the time this is recording, and, uh, better have a good time. So, I hope you had fun on today's episode of Clips of Our Podcast. I know I had fun making it. A couple of updates. I'm going to be putting out two to three minute videos sometime in July. I know it sounds strange comparing to the content I'm giving you for the past few months, but I'm working on a big video project at the moment and I need time to work on that. I still want to give you content, so these two to three minute videos are going to have to do until I can give you the big one, hopefully by the end of July. If you want to follow me for updates regarding videos, the podcast, or anything, follow me on my Twitter page at ProductionsEOF. Right there, I'll provide you updates on everything. And I also draw, and I recently got my drawing pad and pen working together again. So I'm posting art as much as I can too. Anyway, I hope you had fun, and I'll see you guys next time.